Hey there, Revelation Wellness friends. Thank you for joining us for another Revving the Word episode today, coached by our host, Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness. Elisa is back with part four in her series from Matthew on the parables of Jesus. And today, Elisa is going to coach us in a Tabata workout as she shares the parable of the lost sheep. This is a good one, friends, and as Elisa challenges us in this episode, give Jesus permission to surprise you. On a totally separate note, we want to invite you to a live webinar with Elisa that we're hosting on Thursday, June 30th, this coming Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, titled, I'm Never Gonna Teach a Fitness Class. Elisa's going to help us unpack why becoming a Revelation Wellness Instructor is about so much more than simply teaching a fitness class. She's going to help us get the bigger picture of how instructor training is really about training you for your everyday life. This webinar is going to help you understand instructor training and give you a vision for yourself, for your marriage, for your parenting, and even for how you come to the workplace. And as we like to say around here, it's not about the fitness. This is about building kingdom culture. And in this webinar, you're gonna help understand why this kingdom culture is so vital in today's diet and fitness crazed culture. And if you can't be there live, we'll send you the replay. So swipe up to the show notes to get registered for the webinar. And we hope to see you soon in all of the places. Enjoy today's episode. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Okay, let's move our body. Let's get some blood flow going. So first thing we're going to do is breathe because you're going to want to stay connected to your breath. Hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness. And I look forward to being with you here each week with a revving word. Moving our body and unpacking God's word in a very unique way, <laughs> very unique. And these episodes of Rubbing the Words break down into three categories. Most of the time, it's just an endurance time together, uh, move your body at a moderate level of movement for you, where it's not too easy, it's not too hard. Those are endurance workouts, and I don't often tell you what to do or what intensity. I don't um, guide the intensity too much, so I just want you to be in your body. And also, that allows me to do a lot of teaching, a lot of unpacking of our hearts. So I really enjoy those, and hopefully you do too. But sometimes we do intervals where there's time when we're moving that I invite you into some push points, an invitation. Remember, everything, everything here is an invitation. I'm not holding a clipboard, a stopwatch. In fact, 
I am applauding and cheering anyone who laced up their shoes today and is getting in their body physically so they can be transformed at a soul level, not just whittling down their waistline. Come on, you're smarter than that. We get to redefine health, wellness, fitness. We redefine it, the people of God. Take it back. It's good. Good chemicals are turning up. We're pushing against resistance. Is good. So we do in intervals, we push hard sometimes to reap the benefits that come after the push. It's called EPOC, exercise post oxygen consumption. Meaning it may not seem like a lot in the moment because you do short, high intensity bursts, but the reaping is twofold after the workout. Basically, whenever you do intervals, you're throwing logs on the fire of your metabolic system. The fire that burns within you to keep health at the high point in you. Well, today, Tabata's are here as we unpack a parable about the lost sheep. I'm gonna try to be a circus entertainer here. Spin plates on one hand, talking about a parable of Jesus from Matthew 18. While on the other hand, giving you some legit timed intervals. These are Tabatas. We're warming up for six minutes. So on a scale of one to 10, be a five right now, start moving towards a six or seven for two more minutes. Then we will do some sequence of 20 seconds. Your best effort for 20 seconds, followed by a 10 second recovery. We will do that eight times for a total of four minutes. Now guess what? I'm reserving some creative liberty. I actually think our first Tabata is only three minutes long, which technically isn't a Tabata, but let's not get caught up in legalities, shall we? We're too free for that. All you need to know is 20 seconds of your best effort, your best effort. It will pinch, it will feel uncomfortable. You will not like me, but I'm not here to make friends, but disciples. So God, we welcome you here. Come into this time, show us your power, your might, your strength. Let us put no confidence in the flesh because of what you are about to do through us. Surprise us, in Jesus' name, amen. Permission to surprise us.
today, the parable of the lost sheep. Now, see, I don't have time to talk about it right now. <laughs> you guys wanted a Tabata, though, so I'm going to give it to you. Tabata and a teaching. Get ready. In five seconds, you have your first 20-second push. Go. Push. 20 seconds. Go. Relax your shoulders, breathe, lift the corners of your mouth, and pause. 10 seconds rest, pull back. It's gonna come and go fast. I know. Ready? Go. 20 seconds, go. Come on. Have fun. Come on. Loosen up. Woo! Breathe. Three, two, pull back. Ten seconds. <laughs> Through your nose. Breathe. Set. Go. Twenty seconds. Relax your shoulders. Not by power. Not by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Come on. Three, two, pull back 10 seconds. I know. You're feeling it now. You're feeling it. Go. 20 seconds. Your blood. Turning, lactic acid, probably burning. Pull back, 10 seconds. Friends, I don't care if you do jumping jacks, burpees, high knees, or spaz out. Go, 20 seconds. Come on. Muscle contract in some way. Contract and loosen over and over. Pull back. 10 seconds. Rest. You should be saying, Elisa, I'm not feeling the rest. Set. Go. You have two more. Two more. If you're running, Knees to chest, strike the ground, ball of the foot, light feet, tread lightly, pull back, 10 seconds, oh, three, two, go, last one, go. Cover. Well done. Listen. You get a full two minutes to recover. 
Starting now, two minutes. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Okay. Relax. You feel how tense that was, right? Now breathe through your nose. Come on. I hope you surprised yourself. Here's our parable for today. Matthew 18. Focus. Come on. Eyes on me. Focus. Think in pictures. Jesus talking. Story. See that you do not despise one of these little ones. For I tell you that in heaven, their angels always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. What do you think? Question mark. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And if he finds it, truly I say to you, he rejoices over it more than over the 99 that never went astray. So it is not the will of my Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. This is the word of the Lord. Right, we have 30 seconds. Here's what you need to know. Jesus is talking in the presence of children. When he says, one of these little ones, it's children. Because he just previously came to his disciples and responded to their question, who is the greatest in the kingdom? And Jesus pulls a child and says, this one right here. That'll slay your pride. Get ready, get set, and go. You got 20 seconds on, go. Come on. <laughs> Seriously, do this with the heart of a child. A child that hasn't been told you're not a you're not an athlete. You're not good at physical movement. You have to strike that from your memory. Recover. Ready? Go. 10, 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Recover. 10. I don't know if I can't call it a rest yet. Recover. 10 seconds is 10 seconds. Set, go. Come on. Lean into it. Where you go, you direct your gaze, you will go. Three, two, pull back. 10 seconds. Come on. Come on. Three, two, go. Like a child, friends. Play. Get curious. Smile. Laugh. Laugh at the days to come. It's a, it's a strategy. Recover. 
tell yourself, I don't take myself too seriously. I'm not interested in being the greatest. Go. Relax your shoulders. Engage your belly. Come on. Five, four, three, two, ten seconds off. Set, go, go, come on. Jesus loves the children. He puts them before these scholarly leaders. Pull back. That's why it's wicked to think you have to know it all, to do it, to try it. Go. 20 seconds, come on. Kick up dust behind you. Come on. Feel yourself get lighter. Even if it feels like you're getting heavier, think. As a man thinks, so he is. Pull back. Come on. I know. Feel it too. You got one more. Set, go. Press. 20 seconds. Lean into it. Come on, Saint. Cover. Two minutes. You got it. Two minutes. Right into that next song. Two minute recovery. Two minute teaching. The disciples asked who is the greatest. Jesus says, Let me show you. He put a child in the middle, he puts a child in the middle of them and says, Unless you become like a child, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest. Come on. This is huge. Humility. Humility. It's the greatest. And nobody knows humility better than a child because a child knows they're under authority. A child needs to be under healthy, loving authority. Loving and challenging. That's why today... I am challenging you. Some of you are going, Lisa, I don't like this. Let me just go back into my comfortable work zone. Uh, I want to challenge you. That's what tests were meant to be about, not to define you. No labels, but it helps you to know what's going on inside of me. Discipline helps us to know what's going on. We are prone to wander, and that is what this parable is about. The sheep are the children, because Jesus starts with, do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of the Father. What do you think, question mark? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them go astray, does he not leave the 99 in the mountains and go in search of that one that went astray. You know? Friends, 
Every now and then. I'm gonna give you. I think you might like to hear something yeah, else. we're gonna break some rules. Nice. We're gonna break some rules. We're gonna keep going. There's this one there. For about two more minutes. Isn't that nice? Good. Thank you. I can teach. You can slide into a moderate if you want, or just take the extra recovery. Okay. And then we will have a three minute Tabata, 20 on, 10 off. You got two minutes, a little over two minutes, so don't, don't future forecast the doom and gloom. Be right here, right now. All right. So these children do not despise one of them. Jesus loves the children. He says back in verse uh, five that whoever causes a child to stumble or sin it's better for that person to have a stone tied around his neck and sunk to the bottom of the sea. Man, it's true. The kingdom defends the weak. The kingdom rises first to the weak. Those who are well and have no need of a doctor, it's not who Jesus came for. He came for the ones who know they're prone to hurt a child. Come on. Now, I want to say for those of you who have been hurt in your youth by someone who sinned against you, can I just say, Jesus is hot over that. He is your vindicator. And he will deal with that. And according to this word, it's not good for those people. So you just cast them over to Jesus, who will deal with them. Get ready, set, go. 20 seconds, push. Drop your shoulders. Rest, 10 seconds. You know you're doing a Tabata when all you wanna do is rest your hands on your hips. Set, go. Come on. Come on. Three, two, recover 10 seconds. Make the most of it. <laughs> Three, two, go. The parable of the lost sheep. He's interested in you. He'll forfeit the whole for you. Three, two, one. Recover. If it was only for you, he would have come. Go. Come on. 
Engage your core. Think light. Think light. You're doing it right. If you don't want to do it, but you're doing it anyways. Recover. Huh. I'm feeling it. Go. 20 seconds. 20 on, 10 off. Ten seconds. Recover. You got one more. Yeah, you do. Smile. Confuse your flesh. Set. Go. Until there is no song left. Go. there it is well done two minutes recover two minutes a solid two minutes so Jesus says do not despise one of these little ones for I tell you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven So Jesus is talking to his disciples as they came to him and asked, who's the greatest? Jesus replies that a child, a child is the greatest in the kingdom of God. That's why I need you to approach this with curiosity and wonder, because that's how a child approaches every day. Not shame, measuring ourselves. We start to do that around the age of five. We start losing the resiliency of curiosity and wonder trust and authority so once again this would be an offensive statement in the ancient culture where children were no better than servants a commodity Jesus says you cannot enter the kingdom unless you have the inside of one of these unless you're a child come on let me ask you where are you feeling like a grown-up today responsible, worried, your head's hanging low, you're worrying your prayers. Oh, come on, God, come on. You see your servant here. May I encourage you, undo that. Enter like a child. You have the favor of the kingdom on your side. Favor. So if you don't know, you're blessed. If you don't have, you're blessed. You're feeling pushed out, pushed upon, you're blessed. Get ready, everyone. Set and go. 20 seconds, go. Come on. Yeah, come on is right. Come on, come on. Pull back 10 seconds. This is your last four minutes of a Tabata. So you're only doing seven more. Set, go. Come on. Let it be messy. 
Let it be ugly. Let it be. Four, three, two. Recover, 10 seconds. Oh. You're doing it right. If you don't want to do it, <laughs> go. Listen, these should be getting progressively weaker, smaller. Come on, the fire's burning. Three, two, 10 seconds, recover. Woo! Hey! Set, go. 20 seconds. Everyone focus on something, not everything. One thing, focus. Breathe through your nose. 10 seconds, recover. Try not to just be a mouth breather. Try to get something through your nose on those 10 seconds. Ready? Go. Push. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so proud of you. Come on. Surprise us, God. Holy Spirit. Drive. Drive. 10 seconds. You're almost there. Three more. Set. Go. You got it. If you're propelling yourself forward, kick, kick, kick. Pull back. Ten seconds. Ready? Three, two. Go. This is second to last. Come on. Eight, seven, lean into it. Five, three, two, ten seconds, recover. Last one. Are you ready? Here's what's going to happen you're going to have a whole minute. Do what you want with it, but give me the next 20 seconds of a push. Go. 20 seconds. Go. Come on. He leaves the 99. He leaves the 99. There's your 20 seconds. 35 left. What do you want to do with it? Do it. Say this. He's with me. He's for me. He's with me. He's for me. He's with me. That is a full Tabata. 
we're gonna recover. We're now gonna recover, completely recover. Hey, listen. Woo, forgot to tell you. I probably should have told you this at the beginning, but hopefully, if you're still here, you're gonna reap the rewards of this information. Exercise science has shown time and time again that one four minute, one four minute all out effort, everything you can do inside that 20 seconds, eight times for four minutes is equal, can equate for the average fitness person, the average health person, it's equal to 30 minutes of a steady jog. Yeah, of like running, 30 minutes of a steady, moderate run. So in four minutes, you can do up to 30. And some research says even up as high as 45 minutes of steady state training. This is why HIIT training, interval, high intensity interval training is so popular because people can do little, get a lot done in a little amount of time, but it takes all of you. So you just did, if you do one pure, and now it's hard to get that pure, all out effort. Because we tend to hold back. We tend to reserve to safety. You have to almost train to blow the tape like that. But one pure four minute, all out. Maybe at that point you feel like you're gonna puke. Can be equal to 30 minutes. So we just did four four minutes, which is the classic Tabata formula for athletes that want to keep a high level of oxygen uptake and an efficient low level, like try to reserve as much as they can to hold inside of them instead of putting an output or spending it. This increases your metabolic system. But here's the thing, you can't do this every day. Don't. Don't partner with the spirit of stupid. <laughs> you can't do this every day. Be kind to your body. And sometimes being kind is challenging. Yeah. So once, twice a week, maybe three times a week. Great. But think of other parts of your body. Your muscles need strengthening. Your muscles and tendons need lengthening mobility so don't the spirit is stupid gets into that obsessive cycle where all your workouts have to punch you in the face to matter no no okay so now we're just gonna recover the fire of our metabolic system is set And if you only did the first four minutes, you did it right. All right. So stay with me now, friends. Don't, don't do what people used to do in my classes back in the day. The workout's over. Goodbye. They'd miss the good stuff. The stretch, the reset, the absorbing into their brain and body, all those good chemicals. Instead, they would rush off to the shower be first to the shower so they can get out the door first and get to work. Right? No. You just did something really hard. Absorb all the good, the payoff. 
God's proud of you. He sees you. All right. So Jesus tells the story. What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them has gone astray? Does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? To be honest with you, if it was me, I'd be like, well, it's just one sheep. I got 99. Come on, anyone. This is such a, I remember reading this going, I mean, he's asking, what do you think? Question mark. If a man has 100 sheep, does he not leave? I'd be like, no, he doesn't. Why would he leave the flock? Leave them vulnerable to go after one. <laughs> but again, Jesus presents to us an upside down kingdom. And again, we're not shepherds. <laughs> so perhaps in sheep herding time, yeah, leaving your flock to go get that one was practice. But see, I equate this to today, my, my gathering my value, my herd, whatever it is I have. I'm like, well, hey, I still got 99. But this God is telling us what the kingdom and the Father is like. He is the Father. He goes, I would leave all that for you. This is why I'm telling you, people come to me and say, I'm so grateful you did this ministry. Thank you, thank you. And I, would, and I often will say, I would have done it only for you. And I mean that, guys. And honestly, I think initially I was only creating it for my, for my mom, really. Someone who never knew how to care for herself and love because of the trauma that she lived through. She never, she never healed. She loved Jesus, but never. She couldn't let him love the hell out of her love the sin out of her, love the lies out of her, renew her mind. And a lot of sin that was done against her was against her body. And I know there's a lot of you here that you have been sinned against your body or you've sinned with your body. And so Jesus says, this this shepherd leaves the herd to go after the one. He leaves. Here's what this parable is really about. One, the upside down kingdom where little is much and the weak have worth. The Father rejoices over one who is lost and returns than the many who are saved. We know Jesus later tells us that there's a party in heaven over the one sinner who repents than those who are righteous and in good standing. And we might think, hey, what's up with that? Come on, God, where's my party? Because those who are with God and know that they have access to all that He has and all that He is, they have no need for a party. Every day, 
they're with God. They live in an eternal state of celebration. Right? So, if the gospel offends you, if there's something you read in the Bible and it offends you, press in, ask more questions of scripture, read more. So we might be thinking, what's up with this, this father, this shepherd who leaves us and goes after that one bedraggled low life of a sinner? What's that about? Well, we know. Seems impractical. But he doesn't leave the flock alone. He leaves them with one another. The kingdom of God has faith in God's people who have been led in hopes that they can lead when the good shepherd feels, a, feels far away. We are the body of Christ. All of us working together as one body. But listen, if your foot is broken, your entire body knows it. Come on. If there is one dismembered part of me, my entire body knows it. So the shepherd, or the good surgeon in this analogy, he must put the rest of the body on hold as we go under the knife to fix what's broken and in hopes of restoring the diseased part of the body back to the whole. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the 99 on the mountains and go in search of the one that went astray? And he finds it, he rejoices over it more than the 99 that never went astray. Come on, we know it's in the being found because we were lost that we love much. And, and we know that it's possible for a flock to have some goats in it. You can hide out in the flock. You can blend right in. So Jesus goes, okay, you guys got this. Oh, but this one needs me over here. BRB, gotta go. This is why his heart leans into the lost. If you feel lost, he's coming for you. Just sit down, stay still for a second, stop running. Stay still, he's coming. Or if you feel stuck and all you are, are down, lift your head. So this kingdom is about, or this parable is Jesus is trying to show us kind of the, the silliness of the kingdom. It confuses us. What's small is big. <laughs> What's weak is strong. What's forgotten is found. And the second thing is the extravagant love of God that makes no sense. His heart burns for the lost. Does ours. Does ours. Jesus, we thank you for today. We thank you for hard truth. We thank you for hard movement and that you sustain it all and knit us all together. 
God, we take this parable today and receive it that you are a father who you vindicate us as children, you protect us. For those who have sinned against us, God, you are dealing with. We hand them to you, Lord. We ask you to keep our pride out of this. You'd keep us under your leadership. And Lord, that's the truth. You, you are a leader who goes after. You follow after those who are lost. And we thank you for that, Lord. Bless this time to our bodies, to our minds, to our souls, to our hearts, and make us new from it, Lord. Remind us of who you are in the stories that you tell and the story we're about to live in our day today. We love you and we thank you that you are this extravagant God that rejoices when one of us turns. That you do not need an echo chamber or a crowd of likes. You're way too above the world system for that. So we bow our hearts to you and say, give us whatever you have in the kingdom today. And may we steward it on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.